Greetings, welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachat Shabbat of Ayin Tetam Bet. Really on Pei Amad Aleph already because, uh, now takes us to the, uh, to the next page. We're continuing to analyze different Shu'rehot Sa'ah and the amount for ink is enough to write two letters. Tana. So whether the ink is, um as is ready to go, or it's already in the quill, or it's in the well, same sure. What if you have enough to write one letter as ready to go ink, and read to one enough, one that's enough that's in the quill, and one in the in the well? Are they mitzaref? The answer is take. We don't know. I'm Let's say you took out enough ink to write two letters, and you wrote them as you were walking. Chayav, you chayav for caring. Why? Tivatan zoi adachatan. Writing them is putting them down. Let's say you took out enough for one letter, wrote it, then went back inside and did it again. Patur, you're totally exempt. Because when you took out the second half, the first half was gone, and therefore at no point did you have a full shear. If you took out half a grogrit of food and you put it down, that's half a shear. Went back inside, did it again. Then the first one is as if it's been taken away. A dog grabbed it or got burned up. Patur. No point you have a full shear. Why is that the case? After all, it is sitting there. Why should we envision that it's gone when it's there? What it means is that if you went and picked up the first half before you put down the second half, then it's as if the first half got to eaten by a dog or burned up or something. So <clears throat> he said as follows, if you took out a half grogerit and put it down, and then you took another half grogerit and carried it over the first half, chayav, v'yamai, halonach, you never put the first half, the second half down, the answer is, gone shavira, derech shloshai, you carried it within three tvachim of the ground. Ay, v'amarav, atok shloshai, v'amarav, Rav himself said that even if it's within three, it still has to rest at some point. The answer is Laukasha, Khan Bazorek. That's if you're throwing it. Khan Bimavir, if you're just passing it over, then we do consider it to be at rest, and that was the case here. Let's say you took half a grogrit out, and then another half grogrit. Behalamachad, if it was all during one period of forgetting the Isur, then Chayat. If you remembered in the middle, then Patur. Rabbi Yossi adds a further twist. He says that even if it's during one period of forgetting, but you took one half grogrit to that Rishut Rabim and one half to that Rishut Rabim, then you're Patur. Let's say you went out to the front door and the other to the back door. That's only if the two Rishut Rabim are separated by a Rishut Yachid that makes a separate Chiyuv Chatat. If there's just a Carmelite between them, no. Abayah says, even a Carmelite divides them. Just a log is not enough. Even a log lying on the ground. He says, the division for Rishiyot for Shabbat is the same as for Gittin. And having a boundary down makes a separate Rishut. 
That doesn't mean you're chayv, you carry it over the log, which means they're considered two different Rashuta Rabbims, and if you got one door here, one door there, that's considered two, and for Rabiosi, even Bahla Machad, you'd be Patur. Okay, the Mishnah said that Khol, which is the blue powder women put in their eyes, enough to put in one eye. Nobody puts it in one eye. He said there are women who are very tsanua, who cover their face and only have one eye exposed, and they put it in their eye. He said, if it's kol that's used for refuah, then one eye. But if it's for beauty, then it's two eyes. So That's talking about women who live in villages. There's not a lot of men around, and they don't have to be as circumspect about uh, wearing these things. And therefore, they would uh, do both eyes. Okay. Devek. The Mitchell said that enough paste or glue to put on the end of a stick. Rosh Shafshaf. What's that? That hunters or trappers have a stick that they trap birds with and they have some paste at the end that grabs them. Said enough tar to make a little hole. What does that mean? Meaning enough to put down that you need to make a little puncture hole in the middle. Charsit, that's pot, clay. Enough to make a little spout on a gold refiner's pot. So the name of the Shur Rabbi Yehuda Nafish, it sounds like a Yehuda who said enough to make a pitput katan, which means a leg, as a bigger shear. Hakan Shur Rabbana Nafish, and we're going to encounter this several times in the next staff, that we know that the Rabbanan have a larger shear, and Rabbi Yehuda's machmir by having a smaller shear. If you remember, we had in the end of the previous parak a shear for Gemi, Rabbi Yudah has smaller shear, enough to just measure a shoe, uh, a foot for a young kid for a shoe. So, Rabbi Yudah's shear really is small, is to make a tiny little leg for a kira. Um, okay? Tana Rabbanan. Hamotzi Se'ar. Let's say somebody takes hair out, because what's hair used for? We'll see. Um, Uh, enough to use to mix with mortar. That's the shear, is as we saw. Now, seed, uh, to enough plaster to put on a small finger. What does that mean? To put it on a small finger of girls. Here's what they do with their skin. <coughs> if girls reach maturity, physical maturity, before they've reached their age, and they want their skin to look younger and to get rid of unwanted hair, uh, then if they're poor girls, they'll put plaster on. Rich girls will put flour on, and royal girls will put myrrh oil on. That was used in the case of all the girls getting ready for the night with Achashverosh as a depilatory. My Shevan Amor, which Shevan Amor? Avuna Brecha Barchei Amar Satechet, which is myrrh oil. Mira Abamar Shevan Zaitzel via Shlish. It means oil from olives that have not grown to one third their growth. So he says that's what Anpikinon is. Why do they put it on their skin? It gets rid of hair. It uh, it uh, makes the skin look nice. 
Bibi Havile Bart is a story, a strange story. Bibi had a daughter. Tafla Eva Erer. He put uh, this oil on every one of her limbs and Shakabar Mami El Zuzi. He got either a Ktuba or in the Dunya of 400 Zuz. In other words, it made her more attractive. So there was a non-Jew in his neighborhood. Havile Barta. He had a daughter. Tafla Bachad Zimna. He did it one time. Umeita. In other words, Rabibi did it one Eva at a time. He did it all at one time and she died. Rabibi killed my daughter because uh, you know he did something and I copied him and then did it wrong. Nachman had a different explanation for Rabibi did why he did it. Evidently, he drank a lot of mead, and the idea was for some reason that made his daughter hairier. So his daughters need this stuff. We don't drink so much mead, so therefore our daughters don't need it. They don't come out as hairy. Okay. Rabbi Yehuda, again, has a smaller shear, which is enough to make a kilkul. And Rabbi said, andifi. So now, what's a kilkul? What's an andifi? Rabbi He said, these are jewels that you put on the side, on, like on the, on, the, on the ears. So the name of the shear to Rabbi Yehuda and Afish, again, we come to the problem. Rabbi Yehuda sounds like he has a bigger shear. Hakamal and the shear to Rabban and Afish. We know that Rabban have a, a bigger shear. The answer is Zuta Amid Rabbanan. His shear is smaller than Rabbanan's, Vanafish Vanachemia. It's bigger than Rabbanachemia. Okay, Meitriam Rabbi Nirindi Rabbi Yehuda Bechavut. Rabbi Yehuda's shear seems to make sense if it's moist stuff. Vidivrabbanachemia Beitzata seed. And Rabbanachemia makes more sense if it's already hard plaster. So that seed about seed, if you think they're these jewels, they're both moist. Al Amr Rabbi Yitzchak Amrid of Rabbi Yami, Andifa. You're talking about the Andifa. The Zandifi, the person throws money away and use it for nonsense, or throw it away. He says, you know what they would use it for? They would use it for measure markings on a, on a um, container uh, for either dry or, or, or liquid, wet, wet goods. We have the Mishnah in, in Kodshim, they had Shnatot uh, on the Hin measure, Adkan Lapar, but halfway up is, you know, Chatziahin, Adkan Lail, one third, Adkan Lakevis, one fourth for the wine and for the oil they're brought with the Korbanot. might mean a totally different thing. Aputa might be in the forehead. There was a Galilean who came to Bavel. The Amrile, they said to him, Kum teach us about Masa Merkava. I'll teach you like Rabbi Nachman taught his friend. A piece from the wall came out, and hit the guy in the head, in his forehead, and he died. So they told him, okay, basically we got the message, and we're not asking you to teach us anymore. Uh, but the point was um, that... Um, um, that uh, Andifi may mean something different. Uh, they, they said Mandile Dole may mean he brought that on himself and we're not the same. In any case, our, our interest here is one of language, is what that means, and the idea is that it means a uh, the forehead. Okay, the next Mishnah, Adama, how much dirt? Like enough to make the seal that they put on bags when they close bags up. Uh, food. Enough to make a seal on letters. Like, uh, seal that shows the letter hasn't been opened. What about fertilizer and thin sand? We saw this already. Rebekah says enough to fertilize a uh, stalk of cabbage. 
enough to fertilize a stalk of uh, of leek, some leek. It's a smaller chol hagasra thick sand. Kedelitain amolo kafsi to put it on a spoon that's used by plasters, in other words, a trowel. Kana, what about a reed? Kedasot kumus enough to make a quill. If the reed was thick or broken up, so it couldn't be used as a quill, enough to use as fuel to cook the lightest kind of egg, we'll see what that is, that's already mixed up in oil and put into the pot. Okay. We said that's a plaster, a spoon, or a trowel. So who's the author who says, the authority who says that sand is actually good for, um, for, uh, for plaster? It must be reviewed, uh, the Tanya, the Brita that is invoked at the end of Sota about uh, things we do as a result of the Churban to show our Avelut. A person should not plaster his house with regular plaster. Unless he mixed in straw or sand. And then it makes it not very good. Rabbi Yudo, Meretevin, Mutar, Chol, Asur. He says, if you put sand in, then it's still Asur. That's a special kind of plaster. So Rabbi Yudo must hold that sand is good for plaster. Okay? Rav Amar, Filotem, Rabbanan. Even the Rabbanan might agree. Kilkulo, Zehu, Tikuno. That the, that the, uh, that wrecking it might be what makes it good. Which means that even the Rabbanan who said that, uh, that that wrecks the seed and therefore you can't do it as a result of the Chorban may still be making it subst- substantially significant and therefore that would still be enough of a shear for carrying on Shabbat. Okay, connected as what kumus, a reed is enough to make a, uh, a quill. It has to reach all the way to your knuckles. Which knuckle? The upper knuckle? Lower knuckle? Take. Okay. Not clear. We said if it's thick, then enough to cook it. It means the egg has to already be mixed up with oil and put on the pot, and then this thing has to be big enough to make fuel enough to cook it. He said, um, he asked his son, do you, have you heard what this Beitzah Kala that shows up quite a bit in the Shurim of Chazal, what it is, what kind of egg? It must be a dove's egg. So my time, why do you think so? Because it's small. So aim it at Siparta, so even a smaller one, like a swallow's egg. So Ishtik, he had no answer. So he asked his father, do you know anything? It's actually a chicken's egg, which is not by any means the smallest one. So my karula beitzakala. Why is it called a beitzakala? There's no egg that cooks as quickly as a chicken's egg. Okay. Why is it that all shiur shabbat, the um, the um, shiur that we use for food is kigrogret and hacha kibetza? Here we say it's an egg. It means a kagrogret from an egg, meaning the shear is still a grogret, but it's a grogret worth of egg. So in other words, enough reed to cook a grogret's worth of that egg that's already ready in the pot. Okay, we'll pause at this point, and we will uh, take it to our last podcast in this parak, uh, in, in, uh, in the next time. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.